Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Well Well. This is Jarrell. And I'm Rachel. Nice to be with you again. Yay. You did it better this time. Yeah, because I, I thought about <laughs> it. I almost said in, that I was happy to see you. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'll just keep doing that because that'll just be like our trademark thing. Right. <laughs> so today we are joined with a special guest. All our guests are special, but she is one of our favorites. Mm -hmm. um, this is Julia Chabotar, and she is a private chef and health coach and the owner of the handle Health Chef Julia, which that you may know her. If you follow her on Instagram, that's her name on <laughs> social media. Um, welcome, Julia. Thank you. Hi, guys. Thanks I'm excited. Thank Good. you. Yeah. We've been thinking about having you on. <laughs> um, and as a foodie, you're one of my favorite accounts to follow. Yeah. Even, I think, even just two days ago, I was like, no, no, Julia, bring that when you come and sit down with us. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, we should have asked you. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was a huge See, I felt a little, I was like, I don't know if I, you know. Um, I need to be more like Betty Crocker. Food <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Actually, yeah. Isn't it like part of your job description that you should have to travel with snacks? <laughs> yeah. That's the best marketing tool ever. Just like hand food out to people on the street. I know. <laughs> be like, isn't this good? Like, I can make this for you. That's actually really good. Oh I my god. Do I have to hire like a freelancer just to walk around? Yeah. <laughs> or you can start, you'll end up being like our Gothamist of like, there's this, who is this woman that keeps handing us food on the Crazy subway? Way. Give me all free food. Right. <laughs> it just happens to be healthy and yeah. nutritious. <laughs> That's awesome. You should totally do that. <laughs> um, but we wanted to have you on because obviously we talk about all things wellness. We wanted to have a conversation more specifically about food and nutrition. Um, and like, I don't know, learn more about your story, learn more about myths and things that people need to keep in mind when they're trying to eat more nutritiously. Um, and we've all talked before and we really like your approach to food, which is very intuitive and like straightforward because people make it very complicated, Way too complicated. right? Yes. And, um, and you're an expert, so we like to <laughs> Yeah, so. Julia was with us at our last movement and mental health pop-up and like mm -hmm. blew the minds of everyone in the room because <laughs> we thought they were eating healthy foods and thought they were doing the right thing. And it's like, actually, you can do this thing that's so much simpler or slash the food you think is healthy actually is not. Yeah, yes. I mean, I have notes on my phone. So I was like, oh wait, I'm gonna look more into this. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So why don't you just start, tell us a little bit about how you got into the field and more about what you do, because I know what you mean when you say you're a health coach and private chef and Jarrell probably does, but maybe other mm -hmm. people do not. Yes. Um, okay. So, um, graduated college, had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Like so many people. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I actually think that college should just be called like extra high school. For yeah. real. It really <laughs> yeah. is for the most part. Um, so I graduated with psych and history. Mm. Did not want to do either. I was mm. gonna say that's not anything, <laughs> anything not similar close. to what you're doing right now. Right. Okay. <laughs> and um, I started working my family's restaurant. I took it over. I ran it. I created the menus. I did the. I was a line cook. I was the chef. I was mm. the front of house. I was the manager. I was everything. And I ended up giving myself shingles. And I was like, very overstressed. Um, very on edge mm. when my phone would ring, I would have like the shakes. Um, and I decided to enlist in IIN and I became a certified health coach mm -hmm. and that kind of put me on a trajectory of like, wait, I can do something else in my career where maybe I'm not working 20 hours a day constantly. And maybe I have more free time and I see patients or clients or 
mm-hmm. figure out something in like the health and wellness and food space. I'm sorry, did you say 20 hours a day? She did. Because I just, I like I processed like, that first and I was like 20 hours, oh, it's 20 hours a week. That's a, no, 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 she said 20 hours right. a day. A day. Okay. Right. A day. Anyway. So I would like wake up in the middle of the night, like write myself notes, mm. respond to emails. Like, oh my God. yeah, it was bad. Okay. And it was like phantom text where you think you got a text, but you didn't. Yes. That was all day. Yes. Ugh. Um, and in the process of getting shingles and finishing up IIN, I took a break from the restaurant. I was like, okay, I got to figure this stuff out. I got to get myself in check. And I basically, well, I figured out I had shingles within 24 hours. So I was able to get the viral medication. Yeah. Shingles is the worst thing ever. I have also at one point given myself shingles and you are the only person under the age of 60 that I've also heard has done that to yeah. themselves yeah. at one point. Same. Yeah. I'm like, you're the only two people I know. <laughs> so I feel you. It's horrible. Like <laughs> it, it hurt to wear pants. Yeah. And you're like completely just like on your ass. You can't sleep. Yeah. Like you're just, you just want to sleep all day. Yeah. Yeah. And so I through like vitamins and eating clean. I went like vegan for a little bit. Um, just to like kind of detox and mm-hmm. get a little bit more energy. Um, and then I started, so I was unemployed and I was like, I'm going to figure this out. Mm. And I started going to a bunch of networking events. Like I went to about four a week. I was like, I'm going to figure it out. Like real quick, <laughs> like, let's just go. Right. And that's where I met like, Sheena, Diana, um, Emily, I mean, like all the six degrees. Shout out to six degrees. Yeah. <laughs> is clearly not a member, but Julie and I love them. <laughs> And everything kind of just like fell into place. Um, someone was like, wait, why aren't you a private chef? And I was like, wait, I could do that? <laughs> right. And I started Googling and I was like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> and luckily one day, um, one of the speakers at the Six Degree event was a personal trainer and had was hiring chefs for her clients. Oh. And she was like, I'll put you on my website. I'll take a small cut. I'll promote you. And then, like, the next week, I had three clients. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, How exactly. people, like, meet other people because you never know. You never know. <laughs> like, true. you could just come into New York for the first time, like, you know, move here without anything. Things happen pretty quickly if you put some yeah. effort into mm-hmm. it. No, people are also much nicer about things like that than you would think that they would be, especially for sure. here. Yeah, for sure. they're not nice on the subway, but no. they're much nicer about networking. Except and for you, who's going to start passing out healthy snacks. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, me and the guy who proposed to me on the subway yesterday. Oh, that's gonna, nice. We're gonna oh, we're awesome. gonna go into business. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, the homeless man that got down on one knee. Oh, oh, right. That's such a cute story. Did you say yes? <laughs> I was like a little bit shaken. Uh, I was like, I'm gonna have my stops here. Right. Like, I gotta go. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then I got a few clients, and I realized that I can make this into a business. And that was about two years ago. And now I've grown to the part, point where I am getting so many inquiries that I'm looking at bringing people on. Mm. That's amazing. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. That's yeah. I mean, <laughs> to be at that point, we've also experienced this. Just to be at that point is so nice. It is. And it's, and it, like it's a, a real vote of confidence to say, like, okay, I'm in the right thing. Like right. this is okay. I can make this happen. I can build. I can sustain myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's but cool. also scary. Being like, wait, what if I bring someone on? They like mess it all up. Right. Right. Super scary. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneur life. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> I was like, I thought about that. I'm like, I missed the hashtag. <laughs> same, same point, though. Yeah. 
Mm. And so you studied at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition? Yes. And then right now mm. I'm finishing up my culinary degree at the Natural Gourmet Institute, which is like a very holistic culinary experience, not yeah. like French culinary program. Right. Yeah. Right. Cool. That's awesome. So what do you mostly work with clients on? Like you get a private client and what do they usually come to you for? Is it this is, is this a thing where, you know, my first instinct would be like somebody's going to come and cook my meals? That sounds fantastic. <laughs> but it sounds like they clients that come to you have a specific goal in mind rather yeah. than just like please make it so I never have to cook again. Yes. Well, my so my first client was like, please, I don't know how to cook and I don't want to order this anymore. <laughs> and like, I love him, yeah. he, him and his family. So he he's like a divorced guy in his late fifties or mid fifties. I hope he's not listening to me. Like, so <laughs> um, lives with his son, and I would just come in once a week and cook for them. And mm-hmm. and then his daughter like comes over and does laundry and like eats too. And he's been my client now for almost two years, and I was over there yesterday, <laughs> and we were like watching videos of their of the son's new apartment on like oh. youtube and like you know, like uh, they're like I, i'm doing like this um like a show clip thing next week and then can we come and be in the audience and they're like yeah don't invite your actual family invite us right <laughs> um so that's an example of just someone who wants yeah. to cook which mm-hmm. i kind of love him um but recently i've been getting a lot of inquiries like cancer patients oh wow um postpartum new moms um a lot of so one of my clients that I see twice a week actually mm-hmm. has a lot of um, food allergies and food sensitivities, oh, and like right. every week something else comes up. Um, so she's allergic to berries, dairy, mushrooms. Um, it's like a lot of stuff. Ten so, more and things. None of those things are related. tomatoes. Like I know we're having right, to go like, from berries right. to mushrooms. Exactly. But that it has to be such a struggle because, like, what do you eat? Exactly. At that point? Right. Like, mm-hmm. think if you want Italian food, what doesn't have dairy or tomatoes? Right. You're done. You're done. Right. <laughs> yeah. Pasta with oil. With oil, or maybe <laughs> pesto, but like some places put butter in their pesto. Right. Or Parmesan cheese. Right. Plain pasta. Right. Yeah. With nothing on like, it. How boring is that? <laughs> yeah, that's so terrible. I made fresh gnocchi for her the other day with like an almond romesco sauce, and she was like, "This is." Wow. That would be an example of one of the things that you, you should, should bring. bring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, almond romesco like, sauce. I'll get on that. The next wellness uh, yeah. chat. Yes. Yeah. I'll bring we're, all the goods. We're gonna have Julianne a follow up podcast <laughs> for her to share more information and also so we can. It'll be our first mukbang. Our first what? Mukbang. The, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Oh, saying I'm words? saying words. It's, a, cor- it's a Korean word. No, it's a Korean word. Oh, the food thing yes. where they eat. Where you and, eat yes, in yes. a show. It's like the show is eating. It's it's like, a, a, like YouTube sensation. They just like sit there and eat. And people are like into how much they can eat. It is, it's a big thing in like Asian countries. It's come to America and like. Wait, wait, what about I'm overeating and gorging? Like, sometimes, you're just, like, yeah, sometimes. Sitting there with like giant pizzas. Not initially, though. People are on YouTube and recording videos of them eating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I get in on this? <laughs> right. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, I eat, I eat a lot. Listen, this should be like our first live something or other. Yeah. We should have like a mukbang. We'll yeah. Just eat and, okay. Yep. Okay. It's a mukbang. Mukbang. It's spelled how it sounds. Okay. Yep. Oh my right. God. Cool. I will provide all the food for this. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. So TBD. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get that together. Um, and then one of my other clients has, um, Lyme disease and she's Mm. like getting over Lyme disease, but she wants to eat like fully non-inflammatory foods. Uh, 
basically vegetarian, but she also doesn't want to like incorporate like things like turmeric. It's so you have to yeah. really. Mm. And someone approached me recently with um, like the idea of meal prepping and like bulk food making and right. like and delivering it to people. I'm like that's so against the not against but not what I offer because right. how can you generalize so many things like put keto in a category, vegan in a category? Like okay, but what about all people who come to me specifically because they have all these ailments and yeah. food mm. sensitivities? So yeah, no, and I think that's such a good point is that when people think of meal prep, I feel like that's like the pinnacle of like how to eat healthy. Oh, you have to meal prep. Like that's right. everybody's first step. Right. Is that we'll meal prep all your food, but you're saying like not so much meal prepping the holy grail of healthy eating. So what aside from well, I guess let's say more about meal prep since everybody does think that that's such a big thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. why is meal prepping not necessarily like the be all and end all first step of healthy eating? Um I don't know. Do you want to eat the same thing in a container? For no, a I don't. And this is why. And that's I why I haven't done it. <laughs> Like my right. meal prepping is essentially like if I make or like if I make for di- food for dinner and I put it in Tupperware to eat for lunch like two days later. But batch meal prepping, I don't know. Well, there's two different things, right? <laughs> so there's like batch cooking mm. and sure. then there's meal prep. Yes. Mm. I tell people like it's so funny. Like I'll be like, yeah, I'll come in a meal prep, but I just end up batch cooking, mm. which is just what people want in general. So there's like, let's say there's a container of cut greens. Mm -hmm. There's a container of sauteed kale, container of chicken, another type of chicken, a fish, like all sorts of different things that they can cross, Mm. put in a plate, you know? Oh, so that's such an important distinction that meal prep (laughs) is basically what you would say is like, I'm going to prepare the same plate three times exactly. and refrigerate it. All together in right. one little Tupperware. Whereas like right. batch cooking would be, I'm going to make like six different simple things and then this will give me like a bunch of different meals to put together throughout the week. Exactly. Which requires like some form of preparation, but yeah. not if you had to make it from scratch. Exactly. You're not doing all the spices, all the sauces, everything. Like you're doing so. rice. You're doing beans, you're doing greens, yeah. chicken. Are you having like... I'm you're having a like, revelation. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm having a revelation. I'm like... Oh my god, how did I not think of that before? That like that, but those are like you know the simple and like yeah. the free stuff too. Like let's yeah. say you make right. a shit ton of soup one day. Sorry, I shouldn't say. No, we we first here. That's fine. Um, you know, put it in the freezer. So like my mom made me borscht, mm. and like I shouldn't be saying this. Like, my entire freezer is like giant borscht. <laughs> <laughs> it's so exciting to come home and be like, oh, I have borscht. I love that. That's amazing. Mm. Wow. So that's okay. So we we just like cleared the meal prep myth right away. So like. Yeah. You're welcome, everyone, for blowing And your also, eyes. like, do you want to have, like, a plastic thing arrive to your door that you have to, like, microwave and be like, this is chicken and potatoes and something else? And I mean, no. I, that's not appetizing to me. Yeah. No, and that's actually True. been my biggest complaint with meal prep is that a lot of things aren't good reheated. Like, I'll, sure, uh, when I make yeah. salmon that's for, you know, my husband and I for dinner, sure, could I stick six of them in the oven instead of two yes but like i don't want to microwave salmon and i don't want to eat it cold so yeah i eat it cold yeah i'm weird like i i don't want like it but everyone freaks me out i had had an ex who like would not eat um eat leftovers at all at all categorically no okay like new meals every day refuse to eat the leftovers huh there there are some (laughs) things that i'm all for eating leftover but a lot of what i make for dinner on an easy day, like salmon or, you know, like baked chicken breast or whatever, I guess I could eat it the next day. But part of it is I also don't want it twice. 
I, I skip so, a day. I skip yeah, a day, but like, and that helps. I don't even bit. want it twice. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But if you have that baked chicken breast with like other things that you already had, yes. like let's say you had like arugula and I don't know, like roast tomatoes, right. and you reincorporate just the protein, mm. that's a different meal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm d I actually did that last week, and I was so happy with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yes. So <laughs> others, the meal prep, we're just going to go down the line. Yeah. What other like big, I guess, healthy eating myth would you say that you want to just fix everybody's perception of? Put okay. me on the spot. It's so tough. So like, I think the, the whole wellness trend, listen, I'm a big proponent. I, I jump on the bandwagon and I try everything, mm -hmm. but like, I feel like we've become more orthorexic in the wellness mm -hmm. ideas. Like, yes. I did the whole celery juice thing for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I was still going to do it. I'm totally on board that it does have like very much so beneficial properties yes. to your health, your gut, your skin, all the things. Right. But I'm not going to like kill myself if I'm not going to do it every single day. Right. Right. And it's been cold and miserable and I've been overworking myself mm -hmm. and I've been telling myself to not overbook myself and somehow I still overbook myself. And yeah. if something falls off, like it's okay. Yeah. So if you're not juicing every day, relax. But I feel like we're just taking it to a whole other level that maybe you just need to, if it's not healthy, if it's not meal prep and if it's not celery juice, just like balance, like figure out some sort of balance throughout your day is key and not super focusing on the fact that you need to be paleo or you need to yeah. count your macros and pee on a stick for your keto. Like, wait, I'm sorry. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, didn't know that either. Yeah, so people, you know, the whole keto diet? Yeah. yeah. So to put your body into ketosis, you have to have a certain amount of, like, carbs to fat ratio. Right. right. So in order to test... It's like you have to measure that. You have to measure that, and the way you measure it is through urine. And you, like, pee on a strip. What are people doing you, with the strip? You throw it out. No, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is sanitary. It's but I mean, like, like a, do you... So it's, it's like a test right then and there. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking like people are sending. No, carrying it with them. No, this is like a somewhere. DNA test. Okay, okay, yeah. that's a little bit better. Like, <laughs> 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 it's like I think you like do it in a cup and like dip it in. Okay, <laughs> but still, I don't know. I don't. Who is like? I'm sorry, but like my my main concern is like, all right, did I you know go to the bathroom today? Did I work out? Right. Like. Did I like the normal things? I'm right. not gonna also remember like, did I pee on my strip? Right. Also TMI, right. but leaving the urine sample is one of my least favorite parts of getting a physical because I'm always peeing on my hand. Yes. I don't want to do that every day. Yes. Oh, I was like, girl problems. Yeah, I was like, you have the problems. <laughs> like, it's girl problems also because like you like boys can like stop mid midstream. Yeah. yeah. Like girls like sometimes it's more than the cup. You're like. Yeah, <laughs> which is why it's all over your hand. That's... Anyway, sorry if anybody's eating while they you know, <laughs> or don't like urine talk. But yeah, I think That's... you bring up such a good point because we go from one extreme to the other. It, it, celery juice is such a good mm -hmm. example that became, oh, celery juice is this really good thing for you too. People are like, I have to have my morning celery juice. I have juice. to. And then like, you know, celery now is like $5 a bunch. Right. Right. Because every, <laughs> every health coach and granola person in the world, myself included, Needs that damn celery juice in the morning. Right. And let me tell you, I've been waking up and just having coffee mm. and like, and you're still sitting alive. in my, like, you know, I love the phrase like sitting in your shit. Mm. Just like sitting and like being. Yes. Yeah. And like yes. a little meditating. Yeah. Is a lot better for me than caring about waking up and juicing and the timing of it and all that stuff. Right. Like, yeah. it's winter. New York sucks in the winter. I don't have time for it. One, I don't have time for it. And two, like, I'm at 20 minutes is. Right. 
very right. important. Right. No, For it's sure. a lot. And yeah, I feel like with everything, CBD oil is like the new Well, now it's that illegal. Too. Right. Now everybody's banning it from putting mm-hmm. meat in dessert. Mm-hmm. But because they want, reason, it, they want it, just because they want to tax it. Right. 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 That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's, that is. <laughs> But it's like, it also became such a thing where like it went into everyone's desserts. Mm-hmm. Like literally everybody's like losing their mind with CBD oil. Yes, but what's in that dessert? Is it corn syrup? Is it cane sugar? Mm-hmm. Like, right. what do you like? How, how much crap is in that dessert? But, but it has CBD, so it has healing properties. Yes. Right. Well, and that's such a, mm, another that's point. Really like, speaking point. of balance and myths, is yeah. that I feel like you spend a lot of time recalibrating people's ideas about like what is healthy. And I thought mm-hmm. of you when I went to get a matcha today, and there were, and I overheard a conversation where they had vegan donuts. And someone's like, oh, you know, let's get a donut. And their, her friend was like, oh, no, you know, I'm trying to avoid unhealthy food. And she's like, well, it's healthy. It's vegan. Uh-huh. And in my head, I'm it's like. It's a donut. Right. <laughs> it's still deep fried. Right. Like, it's a donut. So, it just doesn't have egg, maybe. Right. right. So how often do you have those conversations? And, like, what are some of the biggest things that people are thinking are healthy, like vegan donuts, but actually mm-hmm. you need to shift your mindset on a little mm-hmm. bit to realize, like, you're actually still just eating a donut. Yeah, so many times, like, oh my god, I almost did this yesterday, and I was like, I had to like slap myself. So I was in Dwayne Reed, and I just wanted like something sweet. Mm-hmm. So I'm like walking, and my Dwayne Reed in Fida is like massive. It's like two floored. It's like in a Trump building. I don't really oh know god. what's happening, <laughs> and it's like a supermarket, and there's a sushi station. There is a lady rolling sushi in my Dwayne Reed. Oh, that's fancy. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, who's getting sushi at Well, I was going to say, right. I don't know that I feel good about that. <laughs> like, but, absolutely okay. not. No. Um, so, no. I go, and there's this. This is such a good example. So, honey, dark chocolate covered sea salt filled with honey. And the, the, the packaging and everything says, like, no corn syrup made with organic natural honey. Mm-hmm. And I'm instantly like triggered. Like, instantly up. like, yo, I'm getting this. This is perfect. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I need. Right. And I don't even, and then I'm like walking halfway down the aisle and I'm like, wait, let me read the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Is this like a marketing scam? Guess the first ingredient is what? cane sugar. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even have right. honey. I was like, what's right. up with the honey? <laughs> I was like, why do you need cane sugar if you have honey? Right. right. And, yeah. And then it says, and then it said something like, so it's a, Corn syrup, oh no, I'm sorry, cane sugar. It said artificial honey. What? What is artificial honey? Right. <laughs> like, Probably corn syrup. Right. But in a different word. Okay, right, huh. and made it different. Yeah. Oh my gosh. These are mad. But because they can use the word artificial, then you can call it whatever, whatever you want. want. I think. I exactly. Think like, and, uh, and, then, huh. and then a bunch of crap that I couldn't pronounce. Right. And then um, soy lettuce and binder, and this binder, mm. and that binder. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. I was a consumer. I was just consumed. <laughs> right. They almost got you. Because oh, you think you're having like chocolate and salt and honey and like those should in theory have been like the three ingredients yeah. like in that. Instead bar. I bought a mini Kit Kat bar and that was great. Right. Well, like it, I'm gonna, I know there's corn syrup. Know, exactly. I'm going to enjoy this corn syrup. Right. But I'm going to balance it out with having something else. Right. And right. also probably yeah. cheaper because it's being marketed as Kit Kat, not like fancy healthy chocolate. And 100% had similar right. ingredients into it. Yeah, that's true. So how would you recommend people like navigate that? Is it just reading the ingredients? Is it more education needed about like a general idea of nutrition? Because I think there's... You know, not to shame any like wellness media outlets because I think there's a lot of great information, but I also think there's a lot of 
nonsense, like the candy bar label. Mm. What would you say, where would you tell people to start? Uh, it's so hard. There's so much stuff out there. And there's all these influencers that are like, you know, wake up, have a shot of apple cider vinegar, have your celery juice, and have water with lemon, and then meditate for 20 minutes, and then mm -hmm. have your matcha, and then have this, like, and then spend the rest of the day peeing because that's so much. It's not even spend the rest of the day peeing. It's like, do you have a job? Right. Like, right. What are you doing? Right. Like, who has time for all of this? Right. And it, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm so contradictory sometimes because I go to mm. these homes and I cook all these healthy things for them. And then I notice that my own health will deteriorate because I mm. just get like busy. Right. Mm -hmm. right. So it's like a, you really have to balance it. So like, don't go overboard. But a main thing that I always say to people is like what we talked about last time is food combining. Like it's so easy to stay healthy when you just like listen to your body. So if you're eating like crap and you feel super tired, if you're not digesting foods properly, if you're not going to the bathroom regularly, did you know you have to poop like three times a day? Whoa. That makes sense. Because I poop pretty often. To your mind. You know what I mean? You know what it is? It's men. Men go like three to four times a day. Seriously? Women? Yeah. Women? Go less often? Once if we're lucky. Is that why? <sighs> Why, why, I'm so curious. <laughs> I, I think, and I've read about this, but I don't, like, I don't think this is, like, 100%. Right. Yeah. I think because women carry their stress in their gut. Interesting. Hmm. That makes so much sense. And that's actually a really good point about, like, you know, we preach this all the time, but, like, the mind-body connection of that, mm -hmm. what's going on in your environment is affecting, like, your physical, bodily functions. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so I get colonics regularly, and she was like, how often do you go? At least two times. I'm like, who goes two times? <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, if I went two times, I would be so skinny. Right? Like, <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but food combining is something really easy that I feel like, actually, so I follow Hannah Bronfman. I'm, like, obsessed with her. I don't know why. Shout out. Like, my guilty <laughs> Um, and she did this post recently that I actually really liked. She was mm -hmm. like, listen, everybody has, it's, it's exactly what we're talking about. Like everybody gets busy. You can't just like focus on the, the getting your celery juice every morning because mm -hmm. you have to, because it's going to prevent you from dying. Right. Right. She was like, instead, like, I'm going to travel. I'm going to do my life. I'm going to, you know, do my business. But in order to keep everything balanced, I'm going to try to focus on food combining so that, I don't get overworked. I don't get um, lethargic. I don't get all the, you know, I don't know. Like just negative symptoms. I don't want to say symptoms because it's not an illness, but like basically just like not feeling great. Exactly. The bloating, the fatigue, the you exactly. know, headache, whatever comes when you're not eating something that you're, like you said, listening to your body. Exactly. Um, so the concept of food combining is that you don't eat your fruit grains, well, fruit, starches, and proteins together. And we're all brought up eating meat and potatoes and yeah. thinking that it's totally That's normal. the balanced dinner plate. Like, you have a protein, you have bread, you have a, you know, vegetable or whatever, and yeah. then or like a, you know, apples with like, food. and I'm thinking like with breakfast, people usually do like eggs and fruit or like oatmeal oatmeal has, and fruit. Oatmeal mm. has, people put fruit in their oatmeal, right? Mm. Like, it's something that I always want to do, and I'm like, shit, I can't put a banana in this. <laughs> right. It'd be so good with a banana. Right. Um, so what I've been doing now is like a big bowl of fruit mm -hmm. <coughs> and then waiting two hours 
And then you have, let's say, like your lunch or a snack, and the snack can be like some granola or, but you like, and then you have a salad for lunch with a protein or a starch, but not together. Right. Like I went to Sweet Green today. Everything has both. Yeah. Unless you build your own. Right. And like everything has a great, but like some people can digest that and be completely fine. I noticed that the moment I stopped food combining, I'm like, I'm going to have a cheat day. I'm going to have whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so bloated and tired for like three days until it gets out of my system. Yeah. Uh, It's it's just hard. Yeah. I mean, the last time we talked, that was one of the things I took away. I was like, oh, food combining. And so there were a couple days where I was very intentional about it. Mm -hmm. And I realized I felt lighter throughout the day. Like I ate the same food, mm-hmm. just didn't combine it in that particular way. And I was like, oh, like I feel different. And it was that simple. It's amazing. I had a sweet green salad today and I put sweet potato and chicken. Because mm. I was like ravenous post <laughs> I did like an hour and a half. All the food. Um, soul survivor, whatever kind of thing. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Good to know. That's intense. I see that on the schedule. Like I'm a very minimal soul cycle person. I go to one class a week. Like shout out to Valentine, my favorite instructor ever. <laughs> but so I always see that on the schedule and I'm just like, what does that mean? Good to know. Yeah. So it's, it's longer and it's. High intensity with like eight pound weights. Oh, okay. So it's like soul on crack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like ravenous. So I'm going to sound so basic right now. (laughs) So I went to Soul Cycle and I was like, I need a smoothie before my blowout. (laughs) I went to Juice Generation. Yes. Had a a banana, almond milk. I was like, almond milk. Yes. Yep. Smoothie. (laughs) And post, then I got my blowout and I was like, hmm. Well, that was like 45 minutes. Does that like kind of count as like my fruit intake? And now can <laughs> yeah. I have my like next mm. thing? Yeah. So I said yes. And then I had a salad, but I was like, oh, sweet potatoes would be so good at this like guacamole and greens thing. Oh. <laughs> so I added it and like halfway through the salad, first I was so full mm. that I was about to burst. Mm. And two, I was like falling asleep on my laptop at sweet green. <laughs> mm. That sounds like a really perfect like meal combination, <laughs> despite the fact that I it know. didn't go well. But I, like, I noticed the, right. the, the right. difference instantly. I love what you said too, though, about like putting the disclaimer on it that like some people are fine, but that you listen to your body, and that's something that has really worked for you. Following that idea to listen to what you need, and you are the first person who I've ever heard talk about that. And it's so simple. It's not a like, don't eat this or go on this diet or, you know, do this crazy thing. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, just shift the order in which you eat things. Mm -hmm. And like, don't, that's not limiting. Like keep eating. Like I think overall we're as, as, I mean, I wouldn't say overall, but I feel like New Yorkers in general, like are pretty health conscious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or maybe not as granola as like Cali, but we're getting more, definitely more so than I feel like the general population, especially in the city. There's so many workout classes. We walk everywhere. It's very accessible to like, speaking of, you know, smoothies, I'm going to go to juice press after this, but like, it's right there. Exactly. Whereas, you know, where I was actually just in Miami and even that (laughs) I had a crisis because I'm like, I don't know where to find matcha within walking distance. (laughs) And it's just like, you get so spoiled here. matcha? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Eventually found one. One, but what? like one, I know that's odd for yeah. Miami. Yeah, well, they're all like it wasn't in the area where they all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all like coral gables. Yeah, like, like in, in the, the suburbs, in the beach yeah. uh, area and stuff. But yeah, like I think you're right. It's just very accessible for us here. 
-hmm. So I feel like because it's so accessible, we all just eat rather healthy in general. Mm -hmm. So I feel like just by doing food combining and separating things and listening to your body, it's more manageable than, let's say, going keto. I don't yeah. even know how to count my macros. Like, I'd probably just I got have. time for that. Who has time, for, got that? time for that? I just want to eat my food. I right. just want to eat. Yeah, I, got, like... I got 30 minutes for lunch. Right. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm not peeing on nothing. I'm not, like, leave me alone. Right. You know, no shame <laughs> for those it works for, but, like, yeah. it's just the, I feel like the big takeaway is listen to what you need, not what, whatever, you know, and well, even though that yeah. whatever yes. is telling you, but even though that works, it's a short-term fix, not a right. long-term fix. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. I'm talking about like how to live the rest of your life, right? And be able to go out to eat, enjoy yourself, drink, hang yeah. out, go on vacation. Yeah. But just know that once you start combining it, you might feel a little less, more lethargic yeah. the next right. day, or right. like a little bit more bloated or stuff, and yeah. then you just mm -hmm. like go back. Yeah, listen, we could do, you know, maybe that is a whole other podcast idea. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's when we're going to do our vein thing. Don't so, say that. That's weird. That's like, yeah, <laughs> I apologize. Mukbang. Mukbang. <laughs> I was confused. Right, Julia's like, what's happening right now? I was going to say food banging, but that probably needs to be That could be a different episode. That is a different, right. no, I don't want to. <laughs> but we could totally talk about that concept of that short-term fixes are not like That's great not if you can complete whole 30 right. and feel really good about yourself but like i don't know all the gold stars to anybody who can live like that forever because i surely can't and i don't think a lot of people can and like why would you want to life is better with pie mm -hmm. and it know, is right and i don't know that we're meant to right you, we're know, not. The, you know like that's the other thing too is like even if you could but why should you or, like where's the yeah. joy like right we're as new yorkers like we're work hard, mm -hmm. we hustle, mm -hmm. we work overtime, we mm -hmm. have, our phones are glued to our hands, we're constantly emailing, constantly texting. When we get to go out after work and like indulge, do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, this is gonna sound one more very basic comment. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm trying to do intermittent fasting. Ah. But short-term fix, mm -hmm. I just need to like reset a little. Yeah. So I'm seeing how I'm gonna do it. I'm using this app called Zero, And basically you set if you want a 13, 16, or eight hour fast. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm bad. I'm, I'm so already terrified. This. I'm gonna do this 18 hour fast. Oh I could go 18 minutes. <laughs> basically you stop eating at mm. six and then you start eating at 10. Mm, no ma'am. Oh, that actually sounds, wait, like 6 p.m. to 10 a.m. Okay, that's a little bit more doable. I was envisioning, like, really? you eat breakfast and then you don't eat again. <laughs> no, no, like, so you eat throughout the day right. and there's right. no limit on food, but right there is. I mean, don't, right, like, right, don't, right. don't, like, don't, like, eat a bunch of McDonald's right. and think you're going to lose weight. I still don't yeah. think I could do it, but that's no, better. It's been day one. It's been day one. I did it. It was fine. But tomorrow is, like, my one like night out kind of thing mm. and like maybe I'll go out Saturday but I haven't gone out in a while so I'm like already planning I want dinner I want drinks I want all of these <laughs> right, things right. and Wednesdays I have school so Wednesday mm. nights from 6 to 10 we cook and then we have to eat it all mm. and then we don't like cook sometimes we cook a bunch of different things but like one night we just cook 12 different versions of rice I wow. can't look at rice for like a good three months. I didn't know there were 12 <laughs> different versions of rice. One day we huh. did 17 versions of beans. 
I couldn't leave my apartment for two days. Okay, I was in, I was so bloated yeah. and so gassy that I was like, I can't do this. So today I texted my girlfriend from school and I was like, Can you please slap me if I go for the food today? Like I just can't. Like I right. know that I'm gonna be in pain. Right. Right. But like my brain's like trying anyway. Right. So like I need to have a little self control. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. In order to drink a lot of drinks tomorrow. Night. Right. Right. <laughs> but it all goes back to that idea of balance and like yeah. listening to what you need in the moment and that it's like there's no one size fits all thing yeah. no. for eating, for right. wellness in general, for you so know, I diets. Can, exactly. So if I can do this intermittent fasting like four or five days out of the week, I think that's great. Mm. That's like right. a good balance because your right. digestive system apparently, let's say you eat all day long. But like short periods or like snacking, right. your digestive tract and your gut never have a break. Mm. So they're never fully empty and like resting. Makes right? sense. Yeah. So it kind of screws up everything else. There's no like circadian rhythm besides mm -hmm. when you're sleeping to your huh. digestive breakdown. Yeah. So yeah. same thing with um, like the concept of the fasting. Like right. you put your body in like and ease and it helps digest right. and deep bloat and move water around and all um, the things. It's like you let your body do what it does naturally. Exactly. Mm. But we don't because let's say we wake yeah. up at seven, we eat, we work out, we have lunch, we have a snack, we have dinner, we have drinks. Sometimes we have food after drinks because right. you get drunk munchies. Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So then, mm. and then you go to bed at 12. Right. You wake up at seven. That's like what? Six hours? Yeah. So like your body's yeah. actually only resting for six hours and you wake up, you're probably hungover. So you need some sort of like greasy food to soak up the alcohol that's right. in the stomach. I feel like you just described like most New Yorkers like Saturday nights. Yeah. True. Saturday. Wednesday? Am I on I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like people are, yeah. That's never my night because <laughs> hashtag runner problems. But like that actually still sounded a lot like my day, which is a lot with fewer drinks and a lot more snacks. Right. So my digestive system is definitely never resting. But yeah, it's just so many different things to try to see if it works for you. Mm -hmm. But all with the idea of that you do what makes you feel good. So I have a girl at school right now, and she's a runner, and she fainted. Yeah, about yeah, and that would she, be me. <laughs> and she was like complaining of like I I told her to go get a colonic. She like couldn't go to the bathroom for days. Like, oh, listen, that's not never mind about. Right. Right. She's like very petite, very tiny. Couldn't go to the bathroom, was constantly bloated, had a bunch of issues, and then she fainted. Um, hmm. And they thought that she was having a um, a heart murmur. Hmm. Oh wow! Okay. Turns out, so I'm like, I'm like, Paige, why don't you try FODMAPing? She's like, what is that? So basically, you just cut out foods that can cause food sensitivities: mm -hmm. onions, garlic, nightshades, gluten, things like that. You wait two weeks. And then you start reintroducing them slowly one by one. Mm -hmm. And you see what your body reacts to. Mm -hmm. Right. She did it. She was like, I feel amazing. Why didn't I do this sooner? Like, I cut out all the things. And I realized that I'm intolerant to onions, garlic, and gluten. Mm -hmm. But as a vegan, she was like, and something else that was like, oh, um, I want to say either, oh, like almonds. Like almond butter okay, she was, yeah. uh, had an allergic reaction to. Mm. And some other source of protein for vegans. And she was like, I think this means I have to start reintroducing eggs if I want to keep running right. for mm -hmm. the energy and for my own like intake of protein because 
I need to survive and right. I can't right. because right. those things are, oh, beans. She couldn't eat beans. Oh, which is like such a big, yeah. Like that's, yeah. yeah. And um, so now she started running again and the doctor said it wasn't a heart murmur. It was actually a lack of vitamin D oh, in wow. the foods that she was eating. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's taking like a high dose of vitamin D mm-hmm. for a little bit and reintroducing animal protein to get that. There's actually a professional runner who's really active on social media, Stephanie Bruce, that she has, and I'm going to butcher the medical diagnosis, but something similar was happening where that she wasn't getting the vitamin D from her food, like her body wasn't absorbing it. Mm-hmm. And she'd like have great training cycles and then it would come to race day and she'd be like, I can't do this and I don't know why. Very similar thing. She had to change her diet. But it's funny because when you mentioned almond butter, that's like 95% of runners eat some type of nut butter on a very regular basis. Yeah, and right. so if you're following the, this is the general nutrition rule, she's basically like poisoning herself in exactly. that case. Right. Versus like thinking like, okay, this might work for 95% of the population or the group I belong to, but it doesn't work for me. And therefore I'm not listening to it. Yeah. And I guess that's like one of the questions I have for you is we talk about like being in tune with ourselves, listening to our bodies if someone isn't used to that, how do you start? How would you tell them to like be mindful of their body? I would do a FODMAP, FODMAP, okay. like elimination diet. Because if you don't know how to listen to your body, yeah. it like basically forces you to. It tells you. Like, it tells it'll you. be screaming at exactly. you like, oh, I had garlic today. Oh my God, That's I feel awful. Exactly. Right, right. And mm-hmm. then those triggers like, I've just been like living with this stomach pain and being like, all right, cool. Right. Mm. Instead, now you're like, oh, I know why this stomach pain is happening. Mm. Right. Yeah. I think I think that's like such an easy way because I think people are very not strategic, but like they need rules and guidance sometimes. Like, sure. I yeah. watch people in cooking class with me, and they like need the recipe. Right. And if the recipe says this and to fold, they have to fold. Like you could just put this. Yes. You know. That's an argument my husband and I have often. He's like, why don't you just add more cheese? Because like, the recipe doesn't say to add more cheese. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, and I feel like people need like a like rules, regulations, and like a guideline. So if they can follow this FODMAP thing, it's like a simple rule to like yeah. become in tune. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yep. That's a really great place to start. And if people want to do more with you, yes. how can they find you? Um, Instagram at healthchefjulia. And my email is hello at healthchefjulia.com. That's so friendly. So <laughs> like, friendly. hello. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming Thanks, to talk guys. to us and dropping all of these awesome nuggets about nutrition and healthy eating and what and isn't healthy eating. Egg. Right. And <laughs> how it feels like every soul cycle is next to a sweet green. It is. Is, is that on purpose? I don't know. We're going to test this theory. It's probably like the same company or some relationship. I don't think it's, or some we're going to test this theory. Probably. I know Equinox owns soul cycle. That's why they're always close to each other. Uh-huh. Interesting. All right. So stay tuned for <laughs> information on... <laughs> What is the name of the thing we are going to do with food? Mukbang. Mukbang. And whether or not sweet green and soul cycle are placed next to each other on purpose. And <laughs> um, juice generation. And juice generation. Right. Yeah, right? That's yeah. another good point. We're going to we're gonna test this theory. And we'll have to have you on again, Julia. Yes, there's even more that we can talk about. Yes. So stay tuned. And she'll bring snacks. And I guess yes. that won't really help any podcast yeah. listeners. Okay. But it will they be really care. great for us. Yeah, maybe we'll be in an even better mood. Right. Um, I'll bring the dog in the <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Um, so thank you all for listening. We're going to put some information in our show notes. 
so that you can learn more about Julia and all the things that we've talked about today. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. And make sure to please follow us on social media. You can find us at Viva Wellness NYC on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Rachel Gerson on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find Jarrell at Jarrell Carabello on Instagram and Twitter. Please also leave a rating and review on iTunes or Spotify. We will really appreciate it. We'll read them all. We promise. And if you do that, you'll just make our day and even, well, maybe not even more than the snacks, but like on the same level as the snacks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.